Movie theaters, red seats, big screens, darkness, and popcorn. The idea of going to the movies and not getting some popcorn now sounds absurd. But why did popcorn become associated with this experience? Actually, the snack is thousands of years old, and it's native to the Americas. The oldest years of popcorn date back to 4,000 years ago, and they were found in New Mexico, USA. We don't know exactly how and for what it was used back then, but it existed that long ago. However, we do know that as early as the 16th century, popcorn was important for the Aztec Indians. They ate it, sure, but they also used it for their ceremonies, utilizing it as decoration and headdresses for the statues of their deities. Apparently, there was even a specific popcorn dance that girls would perform. Popcorn's supremacy at its best. After that, in the 19th century, popcorn became a very common breakfast food. Yes, people would eat it just like we eat cereal today, with milk or cream. After the use of the moldboard plow became a common practice, it was easy to grow large quantities of popcorn. There was a lot of it, and it was cheap. That's what also made it a perfect thing to use during holidays for food and decoration. The kernels were also a very common gift to give to each other. Today, you probably wouldn't appreciate a pack of popcorn as a gift. But back then, it was so loved that it was the best thing to receive. You could do anything with it. You could cook it, or you could decorate your doorway or fireplace or whatever. Very multi-purpose, and it never goes bad. Like, it really doesn't go bad. How long do you think popcorn seeds last? Apparently, a very long time. Recently, scientists found popcorn kernels from 1,000 years ago in modern-day Chile. And guess what? They still popped after all that time. Popcorn was very popular even throughout the Great Depression. When everything failed, people got poor and businesses went bankrupt. They could still afford a five-cent popcorn bag to brighten up the mood a little bit. When one banker from Oklahoma went bankrupt, he bought a popcorn machine and started selling popcorn on the streets. In a couple of years, he made enough money to buy his three farms back. Despite the tough times, people went to the movies. To attract viewers, ticket prices were reduced to the lowest possible, and quite a few ladies and gentlemen would spend those 10 cents to entertain themselves once in a while. Of course, the experience was very different from the one we have today. Picture this. You put on your best suit and a nice hat and make your way to the movie theater with your wife, who is wearing a beautiful dress and a fancy hat. Yes, it's not sweatpants and a t-shirt. After all, you are going to the theater. The building is a literal movie palace with distinctive architecture and elaborate decorations. You get a drink and popcorn and make your way to your seats, which have ashtrays instead of cup holders. You take off your hat and place it on your lap so that it doesn't obstruct the view for the people behind you. The sign, ladies, please remove your hats, reminds your wife to do the same. Finally, the lights dim, the red velvet curtains open, and you can see the big screen. The movie doesn't start right away. First, it's time for newsreels, movies of events happening around the globe. You can read about those in newspapers or hear about them on the radio. But here, in the movie theater, 
you've got a rare opportunity to see some footage. After that, a cartoon or two follows, and you enjoy some Mickey Mouse shorts. Only after that does the feature you came to see start. So, what are you watching? It might be Frankenstein, It Happened One Night, Modern Times, Mutiny on the Bounty, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, The Wizard of Oz, Gone with the Wind, Charlie Chaplin, Catherine Hepburn, Judy Garland, Henry Fonda. Those are the people who shine on the screen, sometimes black and white, and other times in full color. As you're enjoying the feature, ushers in a uniform quietly sneak into the room with their flashlights, escorting late viewers to their seats. Other times, they look for a particular patron to notify them that they received a call from home and escort them to the box office to take that call. The movie ends, but the night isn't over yet. Back then, people got an over-the-top movie theater experience because there was another feature film afterward, usually an older or less popular one. Many would stay to see that too. But before that, an intermission. You can go and get more treats for the movie while the theater staff uses the time to change reels and start the next feature. In the 1930s, movie theaters were owned by Hollywood Studios and they screened their own movies. This changed in 1948 when a law was passed that allowed any theater to play any feature it ever purchased. That's when the movie theater brands we know today started to appear. Just five years later, the first movie theater with stereophonic sound made its debut, improving the acoustics and starting a new era for movies. In the 90s, reels of film were replaced by digital projectors. More and more movies started to be made digitally, and every movie theater that wanted to play them had to invest in modern equipment that allowed them to show the new footage. But this equipment was expensive, and not every theater could afford it, leading to some of them going out of business. From then on, movie theaters evolved into what we know today. The picture quality improved, sound reached a whole different level, red curtains were abandoned, the second feature was dropped, and ticket prices increased. Despite all the changes, one thing remains the same. Popcorn. By the way, at first, movie theaters didn't welcome popcorn inside. But here's how it changed. When people started going to the movies, everyone wanted to bring a snack. That could be anything, but the most obvious choice was candy. In the 1940s, the production of sugar and many other unnecessary goods slowed down, resulting in a deficit. So what could people take to the movies instead? That's when they turned to popcorn, a cheap and well-loved snack. At first, movie theater owners were against it and didn't sell it in their theaters. A bunch of people eating popcorn in the dark were bound to leave too much mess. But well, the demand was there. So outside vendors appeared near movie theaters, selling popcorn to everyone who wanted to sneak it inside. Movie theater owners gave up and decided to rather make money off of that themselves. And the low price of popcorn made it beneficial for them too. Now, almost everyone buys some snacks and drinks. And it was common in the early cinema days too. But did you know that movie theater seats didn't have cup holders until 1981? Yes, AMC was the first theater to install them in the handles. And before that, People just had to hold their drinks the whole time. 
There must have been way too much mess back then. Still, selling snacks in theaters was the right solution, even if it required quite a bit of cleaning. Did you know that modern movie theaters make most of their money off the snacks they sell inside? Yes, profit from movie tickets mostly goes to the studios theaters buy movies from. A movie theater starts profiting from playing a movie only if it plays it for at least a couple of months, and that's a very long run, which is not for every movie. Meanwhile, profit from snacks mostly goes to the movie theater itself. So, maybe next time don't feel too bitter about overpaying for your popcorn and soda. Those high prices are what keeps many movie theaters in business. They show you commercials for the same reason. This business is tough, and they need to make at least some money to go on. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.